This episode of Adventures in Aurelia is brought to you by Gabe and Jeff from Interparty Conflict, Chai Kai, Fred on Fire, Evora Dawn, Zach B, and Dungeons and Randomness on Patreon. You can join them in supporting the show at patreon.com slash adventures in Aurelia. Hello, and welcome to Adventures in Aurelia, a podcast where I usually sit around the table with some friends and record us playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Damien, and I'm usually the DM. Joining me, we have Chris, Krista, Chantel, and Caitlin, who will actually be the Game Master for this episode. We have something special for you today. This is a session of the RPG Ten Candles by Stephen Dewey. This episode is going to be very different in tone than our usual episodes. Ten Candles is a game of tragic horror, so keep in mind that that is the type of episode you are about to listen to. This episode is not canon to the Adventures in Aurelia storylines, so if that is not the kind of story you are interested in listening to, you can join us again on our next regular episode. One final disclaimer, as this is a game of tragic horror, there is death involved, including suicide. If that is something you are sensitive to, I wanted to have that stated up front. Now let's get on with the episode. Character creation is a seven-step process. As you work through it, begin lighting the candles. Once they are lit, candles may no longer be touched under any circumstances! Okay, Chris, since the lighter is closest to you, would you like to light three candles? The first step in character creation is for the group to collectively determine traits. Traits are one-word descriptive adjectives that define who a character is. Every character has two traits, a vice and a virtue. Virtues represent a trait of a character uh, which they are proud of, or something that is otherwise helpful or positive. Virtues should solve more problems than they create. Vices represent a trait which the character is ashamed of, an addiction, something they deal with, or something they fight against. Vices should create more problems than they solve. Um, Each player should have a number of index cards. On one of these cards, each player, not including the GM, will write a virtue and another they will write a vice. Uh, Virtues could be like lucky, resourceful, watchful, merciful, daring, committed, handsome, hardy, subtle, streetwise, strong, things like that. Vices can be a little more specific. Um, Afraid, greedy, regretful, addicted alcoholic, claustrophobic, rash, controlling, worrisome. Take your virtue, pass it to the person on your right. This is not me. Mm. Mm. No, you're now someone that isn't Chris. Take your vice, pass it to the person on your left. (laughs) Have fun with that one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Would everybody like to share what their vices and virtues are? Sure. My virtue is I am optimistic, and my vice is I fail under ex- external pressure. You just crumble. <laughs> my virtue is I'm mechanically minded, and my vice is addiction. Um, my virtue is that I am a natural leader, and my vice is that I am an alcoholic. My virtue is that I am resourceful. My vice is that I am an isolationist. So you're a prepper. So now I will introduce the module to everybody. We'll be playing Dead Radio tonight. 
No one's coming. Not anymore. The radio's gone dead and you're on your own now. There's only one option left. Fort Victor. All the chatter on the radio seemed to imply that Victor's the place to be, but you're a good hour out. Over the river and through the woods, literally. Everyone else has packed up and left by now. The town hall's fallout shelter is slim pickings. Not enough food to last the few next few days. Not to mention the fact that the generator's been acting up. Maybe a few supplies could still be scavenged, but one thing's for sure, it's time to leave. Areas of note to remember are Fallout Shelter, Bridge Out of Town, Dark Woods, and Victor. Fort Victor. Your goal is to discover what has become of the military forces at Fort Victor. Once the module's been introduced, the players should take a few minutes to work out a basic concept for their character. Jot the information down on another of your index cards and then introduce them to the group. At minimum, you should try to solidify three things. What is the name or what are they called? What do you look like at a quick glance? Who are they? What are they? In a few words. For example, concepts are really meant to be a snapshot. No need to get into too much detail. For example, Andrew Litwell. Mid-40s, salt and pepper hair with a long black coat, retired lawyer. Or William Billy Kale, nine-year-old with a bright face and dark eyes, just a kid. They're pretty good. Would you like to share with the group? We'll start with Damien. I'm Calvin Jackson. I'm in my early 40s. I have salt and pepper hair, balding. I'm a short man and very skinny. I'm a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I am Robert Pratt. I'm in my late 20s. Light brown hair of average height and weight. And I am a failed actor. Oh. I'm Sarah Bolton. I'm frizzy. I have frizzy red hair and freckles. College age. So I'm like mid 20 uh, Beginning 20s, I guess. Um, wear a lot of grungy kind of clothes. And like the classic university person. And I'm addicted to Googling things on my cell phone. <laughs> I am Clive King. Uh, I am also in my 40s. I have a fabulous mustache and like to wear suits. Uh, he is, uh, or I am a once famous author who's struggling to make ends meet. And he's turned to alcohol for his inspiration. Krista? Will you now light three candles, please? Give me fire! I don't know if that's a smart idea. Um, next, we will create a moment for our character. Moments detail a personal scene or event that will be played out for each character at some point during the session. Significantly, in living this moment, a character will have the opportunity to find hope. Examples of moments are, I will find hope in a moment of prayer at a quiet church when one of them lies dead at my feet, when the truth of the sky is revealed to me, when I find my sister dead or alive, in the contents of my stash back home, when the fallout shelter door closes behind me. Does this one actually stay with us? Yeah. Your brink, you pass. Because you're talking about the person next to you. We'll find out we'll when get we there get next. to it. It's next. So it just it says moments should encapsulate an event that would be reasonable to achieve and kept succinct and clear to provide strong direction to fold them into the narrative. 
They can relate to the goal your character has or an experience that you as the player would like your character to go through. Moments should be personal to your character. Think of it as a scene where your character will take the spotlight. Consider what would be important and impactful to them. Moments should have power to restore the character's hope in the world, often by reaching a place, finding something, uncovering a truth, or seeking a minute of rest from the darkness. However, all moments should also have the potential for failure. During play, once a character's moment becomes active, it may then be lived. At this point, players should start looking for a chance to weave it into the story. It's up to everyone to work together in order to make moments happen and to make them evocative, intense, and most importantly, hopeful. When a character is ready to live their moment, a conflict role is required. If the role is successful, hope is inspired. You've gained respite for um, a respite of peaceful prayer. One of them falls in a storm of bullets. The fallout of shelter's door swings shut safely behind you. If the role is unsuccessful, hope is lost. Your respite of prayer is interrupted. With ease, they stand up to a hail of gunfire. A conflict role must be declared as your character's moment role prior to rolling that conflict. You can't roll your for your conflict and then be like, I want to do my moment for this. Oh, you pick your moment first. You have to say, this is going to be my moment. And then if you succeed, you get a hope die. A little more about how hope works. Hope is personal to you. Anytime you are rolling a conflict, if you have earned your hope die by successfully completing your moment, you can add it in and it counts as a success on a five or a six. The only way you can lose it is if you fail your brink roll, which we will now get into brinks. So if I understand that right too, if we fail our moment, then we just can't get our hope die for the game? Yep. Okay. If you fail your moment, all hope for your character is lost. Chantel? Yes. Will you light three candles, please? Ooh, candles! Candle yes! Leaving Damien one candle. Now everyone can take their last index card and we'll create our brinks. Damien, you'll be creating Chris's brink. Chris, you'll make Krista's. Krista, you'll make Chantel's. Chantel, you will be making their brink. Wait, do I not have a brink then? No, she makes yours. I make yours. Oh, you make mine. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you said that. The player sitting to the right of the GM has a unique responsibility. It is this player who writes the brink for them. Framed as, I have seen them, dot, 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 and determining through it what they are capable of. Examples of them brinks. I have seen them move like shadows. Shapeshift in front of me. Howl at the pale moon consume the dead, possess the living, and I know this is all an experiment, and they serve the witch of the woods, and they are the gods made manifest. Wow. <sighs> and then what, what do we do for... For you guys, brings should be kept to a single word or short descriptive phrase. Just as with traits, don't worry about making them too specific. The more situations they can apply to, the better for your player when it comes to them, to building them into the story. When writing a brink, it's also suggested that you write a short explanation on the card outlining when or where your character saw the brink embodied by your neighbor, or feel free to pull them aside to talk about it. Work it out, make it dangerous, make it fun. Examples are, I have seen you kill, abandon, rage, lie, hide, 
cry, sacrifice, betray, freeze, promise, collapse, fight, or run. To expand on that, I have seen you destroy what you care about most. I saw you on trial before the world went dark. Three dead, your family, you monster. I have seen you break down. While you were on the run, you lost it over his, this dead dog. You cried for hours. I almost left you behind. I have seen you worship them. You didn't see me, but I saw you, whispering prayers for them to spare your life. I saw them give you something, but couldn't make out what it was. I will write yours. Yours will be the only one that is a secret to everybody else. Oh. During this process, two of the players will find themselves in interesting positions because the GM is also included in writing brinks. The player sitting to the left of the GM has their secret of their brink safe from other players because it is not another character who has seen what they are capable of, but it is them. They have seen you. So do we give this to that person? Yep. So now take your concept card and set it aside. That's the person? Yeah. Take your brink and set it face down at the bottom of your stack. And then you can arrange the other ones however way you'd like. Preferably no more than one of you should have a moment on the top so that we can focus on someone's moment first. You may not burn a trait until it is active, even if it relates to the scene at hand. Likewise, you may not live your moment until it is active. Active meaning at the top of your stack. Brinks can only be embraced after everything has burned away when we see what you are truly capable of. After rolling to resolve a conflict, if your brink is active, you may choose to embrace it. This allows you to re-roll your entire die pool. When a brink is embraced, the full pool of dice must be re-rolled, even dice that have landed on a six. Once the re-roll is resolved, if it was successful, at least one die landing on a six, or in the case of a hope die, a six or a five, the conflict is successful. You lose all ones, just like normal, and proceed with narration. Unlike traits with a successful brink roll, you get to keep your brink and may continue to embrace it in future conflicts. If a brink is embraced and the re-roll fails, you've been consumed by your brink. And you must immediately darken a candle, lose your hope die, and burn your brink. Step seven, inventory supplies. Your character has whatever you've got in your pockets. Equipment beyond this can only be acquired through establishing truths or conflicts to locate supplies. Damien, will you light the final candle? I have a pocket knife. I have a box knife and a marker. Okay, Google, turn the lights off. The sky has darkened and turned against you. Satellites have gone quiet, leaving you without solar power, cell phones, internet, GPS, and many other luxuries that the world has grown accustomed to. Power grids have failed on a global scale against the demand, and the world has been left in darkness. And now, they have come. It is uncertain what they are, but they're out in the dark, and they're coming for you. 10 days ago, something, or someone, blotted out the sky. No stars can be seen. All communication with the satellites have, has been lost, and the sun no longer lights up the sky. Five days after this anomaly occurred, they came. No one knows exactly who or what they are, but two very important things are clear. They fear the light, and they're coming for you. 
So, the town hall where you all have been shacked up for the last 10 days since the darkness happened is starting to run out of supplies. The radios have gone silent. Your generator is beginning to act up. A cold wind is blowing even though it's the middle of summer. And you need to make your way a good hour out across the river and through the woods to Fort Victor. Who wants to do what? Is there just us in the town hall then? Just you four left. Okay, just checking. Everyone else has ventured off to go do other things. All right. Um, I guess me, Clive, will probably step forward. (laughs) And, well, gentlemen, lady, I do believe that we are running out of supplies here. I don't think we can stay here any longer. I think we should venture out. I thought she was going to get the generator back up and running. Sorry, I couldn't figure it out. It's okay. I I think it's running low on gas anyways. Yeah, it's fine. We'll we'll be okay. I probably would be able to figure out if my fucking phone would work, but it doesn't work anymore, so... Yeah, it's, it's okay. You know, we know you could figure it out. I'll go pack my backpack with some supplies. Yuppie. Get some, like, first aid. There's the fort. It's, uh... It's not too far away from here. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We seem to be running lower on supplies, and he'll like shake a bottle. But but he's right. We could probably get to that fort in in like a day. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we should probably grab at least some first aid or something, and make our way out. Let's yeah, just let's just grab our bags and fill them up with what we have left. Yeah, it's hard to keep track of what we've been through, and for so long we've been here, but we've been. We need to pack up what we have left and make our way to more people. It would be in our best interest if we could... Yeah, the army will protect us, right? Yes. We should be safer, I think, with more people around us. Uh, you, you can't trust the army, but if we get there, we can find somewhere safe. We're on our own till we get there. Ah, right, we'll be okay. As long as we stick together. Okay. Krista, you said you were scrounging for... Yeah, I'm going to scrounge for, like, first aid specifically. Go ahead and roll. You get to roll all 10 to start out with. You need at least one six to succeed. Oh, I have quite a few sixes. Okay. Any ones? There are no ones. No ones. I have four sixes. Good job. Okay. You find miraculously a fully stocked first aid kit that hasn't been scavenged already. And you grab that. You also, because you rolled so well, find a couple bottles of water. You grab those and a few granola bars left over that haven't been eaten yet. Oh, good. You you found a first aid kit. It's it's weird that that uh, that, that hasn't been touched yet, but it's it's good that someone somewhere was prepared and we managed to find their stash. Yes, seems like we still run across a bit of luck here and there. Good job. Well, I suppose if we are going to make our way out uh, and it is, you know, quite dark outside, we should probably make sure we have a form of light to take with us to brighten the darker places on our journey. So light is very important. I had a flashlight, but the my phone's been dead for days now. Yeah, me may, too. May I look for light that we could take with us? 
flashlight or cell phone or something along those lines. Make a torch. Uh, sure, if you'd like to roll for it. So I rolled about the same amount as Krista did. <laughs> uh, four sixes. And no ones. No ones. Yeah. Okay. Now do you have someone kid? Food, water, and no first aid? Maybe life? Woo. So, because you rolled so well, four sixes, no ones, you find two flashlights with working batteries and a- another two batteries to replace them with. Well, looks like I uh, found some light for us. Awesome. We should be good to go. I will carry one of the flashlights. We have some spare batteries here as well. Looks like they both work and someone else wants to take the other flashlight. It's like someone's been hiding things. I'll take the other one. So are we in the town hall? Yes. Yes, the town hall has been set up as a makeshift fallout shelter. So, uh, I'm going to... Hey, if maybe we check around, we might be able to find some some maps of the area so we can get a, a better uh, idea of how to get to the to the fort faster. That is quite a good idea. So I can go look for those if you, if you guys want. That sounds good to me. Good thinking. I love that everybody's like... Right off the bat, I'm going to scrounge for supplies. I'm going to make this my moment, too. What was your moment again? I will find hope when someone can count on me to do it right. Okay. Well, it's one, six, one, one, and a whole bunch of fives. That one gets taken out of your dice pool until the scene resets. The six, you succeeded the roll. I basically, I go up to the planning office, scrounging around for a little while. I, I find a, a couple of maps, one, you know, of the, the city and the streets. And I find another one of, like, the surrounding dark forest and some trailheads that were either cut or planned to be cut for uh, hiking trails. So it's like a uh, Parks and Rec style yeah, map? Yeah, yeah. Instead of just a road map? Yeah. Okay, here's your hope die. Sweet. Burn your moment. See, guys, I told you I could do it. Good job. Well, everyone else is, uh, has, has, has managed to find something. I suppose I should scrounge a little, too, see if uh, it, it seems like, you know, we've got we've got medical supplies. We've got a little food, some water. We have a map. We have light. I think what we're, what we're really missing right now is some way to, to, to fight off anything that we find out there. Oh, uh, yes, you're quite right. Might be nice to have a, a weapon of some sort. Defend ourselves if need be. Okay, um, being that this is like a town hall and we have some sort of like uh, like parks and rec map, I imagine there's like a, a park ranger station in the town hall. I'm trying to find a gun. Mm-hmm. Lofty aspirations. I see one six and zero ones. Hey. Um, so yeah, I make my way off to like the security station and you guys hear me rifling around in a little bit and um there's like a a rattling and you hear it sounds like i kick something and then i i come back and i'm like i i have a revolver in my hand with the i've got the um the chambers open it's like well there's only three bullets in here but it's something Yes. Uh, hey, th- three's better than nothing, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, three. Yeah, it seems to be that seems to me that we're being uh, pretty pretty lucky here with our findings, and we seem to be pretty well equipped now. So we should probably start heading out soon. Well, I I did have to break the cabinet open that it was in, but that's oh, okay. Figured, <laughs> you know, security station, locked drawer. Got to got to have something something in there to hide. Good foresight on your part, and I doubt anyone's going to come back here to care, anyways. We'll pretty much pack up what gear we have. How would you like to try and make your way? Are you going to look for a vehicle? Are you going on foot? Oh, well, let's take a look at that map you found there. Uh, I'll spread out the maps I found and be like, well, well, like you know, here's the city, you know, and we and we know that the that the uh, fort's that way. So you know, like we could always take the main roads, and if those are blocked, there's a few side streets that head that way. But I also have this, you know, this map of the forest. It's got some trailheads that might cut some time down on on the travel if we if we cut through the forest. Uh, but you know, that's that's up to you guys. I'm all for taking the shorter route. And while this discussion's happening and everyone's kind of distracted, um, I'm gonna go ahead and take that handgun that I just found and tuck it in like the back of my waistband and cover it up with my shirt. So, I mean, shortest route looks best, right? I agree. If we, I, I do think if we do see any places for supplies on the way, we should stop and grab some more supplies because it's never a bad idea to have extras, but... Yeah, we could, we could, on our way out of town, we could, you know, see if any of the shops still have anything in them. Pretty sure a lot of them are going to be barren, but... Worth, worth looking for, just in case. You never know what you'll find tucked away in a... Might find that fourth cranny. bullet. <laughs> yes. Ch- chances are we're gonna we're gonna have to be on foot anyways, so might as well might as well take the way that's the fastest on foot. Yeah, the car's loud, might draw too much attention. Or if there's I mean dead dead cars in the road, I mean it's been what nine, ten, eleven days. Like I'm sure if there's a car out there with that that's got gas in it, then then there's a hundred out there that don't and that they're just gonna be abandoned all over the streets. Sure. I mean, if we ever do find a car, we might be able to count on uh, Sarah here to fix it up for us. Yeah, I could probably hotwire one. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll check as we go, but let's not uh, let's not tie all our uh, hopes and dreams to that one car. Of course, well, I mean, of course. We just found a flashlight, a couple flashlights. Why don't we why don't we open the front door, take a look, and and see what's out outside of the building right now? And we, I mean, we gotta leave at some point, don't we? Sounds I mean, good. I mean, front door, back door, wherever we go, we're going outside. Yep. We're going to be dealing with them. Yep, and it seems like we've gathered all of our supplies. I don't believe there's too much left here for Nass now. So the mo- sooner we get to move on, the sooner we can arrive to our destination. Sounds good. Let's do this. Gonna go open the front door, poke our head out with a flashlight, shine it around. See if we can spot a car or something. Yeah. So you are looking for a car? Yeah. Sarah's looking for well, a car. I mean, car. like, we're... we're- going to start heading out of town, but, you know, we're keeping our eyes and ears open for anything, basically. And Clive is looking for particularly uh, stores that would have supplies, especially of the... Booze. Yes, the booze variety. <laughs> because priorities, you know. <laughs> okay, you open the front door to the town hall. The streets are empty and dark. None of the streetlights work anymore. The sky is completely empty and dark there's no moon no stars it's just black there is a park 
across the street. And down the street, there are a couple little shops. You may be able to find things in there that haven't already been scavenged. Uh, There are no cars in this parking lot, but you think you can see some down the street at one of the shops. Yes, going, I guess, going toward the shops, Clive will especially be looking for, uh, you know, places that would have more food, more drink, especially of the boozy kind, but uh, he happens to know that all the good stuff is usually kept locked up, so an average scavenger may not be able to get into it. (laughs) It looks like there's a car over there at the shops. And one of the trailheads that's on the map that may be a shortcut starts in the park across the street. Well, we can go check out the shops in that car, and if those don't work, there, there's a trail that starts right over there. Yeah, sounds good. We can we can hit, hit the shop first, try and get some supplies, check the car out, and if the car doesn't work, then we'll go take the trailhead. All right. That sounds good. All right. I like this plan. Part of, glad to be part of it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you did very good with the maps there. It's good to know where we're going. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys walking or running or... A uh, brisk pace, as far as Clive is concerned. He doesn't want to, you know, dilly-dally, but he doesn't want to use up all his stamina getting to a shop where there's nothing inside at the moment. It's dark and creepy. I'm not going slow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, the first shop you come across is a little barber shop. The front windows and doors seem to all be intact. And... But there's nothing really inside anymore. It looks like a lot of it was taken and as people left. Next to the uh, barbershop is a Hallmark. All right. What is what is next door to the barbershop? And the Hallmark. There is a small drugstore like a Rite Aid or a CVS. The door open? You want to try and open the door? Sure, I'll try to get inside. It's a Rite Aid. It's got to have open. stuff in it. Hey guys! Let's, we could check out in here and see if there's any more uh, medical supplies or you know anything that could be useful. Antiseptic. Sure. You, sure you don't want to check out the hallmark first. Yes. Walk into the road aid. So yeah, we could probably find some uh, uh, medicine, maybe or some bandages, and I don't know. Right aids always kind of have a lot of stuff in them. Look for anything useful. Maybe even some more batteries. Probably not any more bullets though. Uh, well, Got to get to the military base for those. You know, government's been stockpiling those yeah, for, sure for years. Sure, drugstore doesn't have bullets. No, but we'll we'll find some at Fort Victor. Eh, for now, we'll we'll take what we can get and see what we can scrounge up here. So most of the shelves are empty. There's some cardboard boxes scattered around the ground of different products that have like dropped as people were running. You know, um, the back room door appears to be open if you would like to go back there and look but it doesn't look like you're gonna find much out here Clive will go ahead and go into the back room door and see if there's anything I'll go ahead and follow you wanna roll for it? yes Clive is definitely looking for helpful supplies but uh, if he does you know come across booze that would also be a top priority for him (laughs) nothing like getting some of that liquid courage Ooh, that's a lot of ones. Uh-oh. Is it really? 
Uh, I see a six and two ones. Gotta take out the ones, right? Three ones. But you got a six. I did indeed. I would say that uh, going into the room, Clive probably finds uh, a desk in there. And inside the desk is a hidden compartment with a bottle of vodka. (laughs) Which is the important thing that matters. Because he pulls similar tricks at his own house. (laughs) Gotta keep your stash safe, you know. False bottom. Yep. There it is. (laughs) Kettle one. Yep, so... Maybe it's not a very big, big bottle of vodka, but it is a, a bottle nonetheless, and he'll, he'll take what he can get in these these hard times. <laughs> It'll be just like, oh, I didn't find too much good stuff here, so uh, I don't know. Uh, do you want to take a look around? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I don't really know what I'm looking for, but I'm I'm sure I'll know know what I'm looking for when I find it. It's all about finding things that'll be helpful, I suppose. Two sixes and a one. I think as uh, Clive is uh, is tapping around on the uh, on the desk, um, I notice some lockers, and uh, you know some some people like to preset their combinations just just so that it's easier to get to them the next time. So he just starts pulling on lockers, and uh, one of them pops open. He, he pops the lock off of it, opens it up. One of the employee lockers, and. Uh, Inside of it, he finds um, a couple packs of instant oatmeal and a bag of beef jerky. Oh, well, uh, there's actually, there's something to eat in here, and, uh, we gotta, we'll have to find, find something to, to heat up some water to make this oatmeal that I found, but might as well throw it in the pack and, uh, we can share this pack of beef jerky around. Oh, nice, nice. Good find. It was worth stopping in here then, even for the little bit of extra supplies. So. Clive slowly puts his vodka into his jacket. Uh, I, I see Clive just kind of kind of slowly tucking this bottle in. It's like, yeah, I know you've you got your things. I've got mine. You know, I, I no, no one has to know that you've got that. It, we'll just keep it between the two of us. <laughs> well, I, I do appreciate that. Uh, man's got to have some comfort in these hard times, you know. And he Pops a piece of beef jerky into his mouth and passes it over to you. And walking out, I'm gonna go see if I can find something that we can use to make a fire later. Sounds good. I will munch on a piece of jerky and put it away. Uh, uh, Robert, me. I'm gonna jump behind the the cashier's counter and kind of look under the counter for anything that might be put there. That's usually you know not normal merchandise type things, just things that like the. Um, clerks might have behind there like you know if one of them has their smokes back there for smoke breaks or something like that um nothing really there's a couple rubber bands and a pen and a thing of Lysol wipes you never know those rubber bands might be the currency of tomorrow Sarah I was wondering I was wanting to see if I can find some um batteries to f- somehow fix my phone since I can I'm mechanically minded and knows how to fix that thing I will use my addiction to my Google let it burn reroll your one yep reroll your one 
Oh, six. All right. So I come across an I an area that has some cell phones. Where? In the pharmacy or in the drugstore. And I find um, some cell phones that match mine and I take the batteries from them. And as we all know, phones usually have about 80% of their battery when they're in the package. Yeah. <laughs> so I pocket batteries and I replace the ones that are in my... How many? Two. I pocket two. There's only two matching models. Yeah. And then I put... No, there's three. Put one in my phone, pocket two. So your phone turns on. I turn on my phone and I see everything that I've saved... And I can see the... I can't see time, though, can I? No, there is no time. There's no satellites. Yeah. But I have a light. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Okay, so I'll pass my flash, flashlight to Robert then. Oh, sweet, thanks. Because I have a flashlight now for my phone. Okay. Calvin is on the hunt for flammable material. Yeah. Like a lighter, some matches. I see a six. A two that sixes. is exactly what I wanted for this scene. That is three sixes and two ones. I am going to burn my resourcefulness card as I am picking my way through. Okay, no more sixes, but I still think that with three of them being sixes. Um. So yeah, I come out. I've I found some some of that instant oatmeal so i'm trying to find something to make fire and uh there's the it's summer so there's a little camping section and i'm i'm looking through trying to find some sort of matches or a lighter and i notice a package that's sticking out from underneath the shelving unit and i lean down pull it out and it's actually one of those uh those magnesium flint and steel sticks all right and um i've being the resourceful guy that I am, I recognize exactly what it is, how how to use it. I just I uh, I come back over to where everyone else is. Like, well, I mean, we still got to find something to light with it, but we've got this to make make fire, and we've got I found some oatmeal, so we got we got something to eat if we can find somewhere somewhere uh, some some way to get food together. Uh, and it just occurred to me I don't have anything to cook it in, but we'll we'll work, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. You know, it's probably something something at Fort Victor that that we can use. Yeah, everything's been kind of you know falling our way, so I think we'll be fine. Maps, gun, bunch of lights, we're doing great. Yeah, I think we're we're pretty well off here. We have some food to last us a little bit, and it's good good to always have our own uh, resources as a group. Now, how about that car? Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. keep rolling this luck. I bet there's one outside, wasn't there? Let's go check yeah. it out. Okay. Robert will lead the way. Flashlight out. Clive will be right behind him. And Callan will take up the rear. You guys all got your lights out? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or I guess um, since Calvin... Uh, no, okay. <laughs> Cal- Calvin's taking the rear, and then he's like... Um, so yeah, I don't have light. I guess uh, I'll, I'll, I'll come stand in front a little bit. Yeah, I, in the middle Clive the is going to go ahead and go to the back, seeing as uh, the only person who doesn't have light in our group <laughs> is in the back. About 100 feet away from the entrance, just sort of cattywampus in the middle of the street, mm-hmm. is 
a sedan. Honda Accord. It's a 94. There are many uh, silica packets in the front window, though. <laughs> are the doors open? Is it somebody going to try the doors? I will try the door. The doors yes, are open. In front. Boom. All right. They make a lot of noise. They're, they they could really use some, some grease. I'm going gonna, gonna to slide in and look at the dash. It's dusty. I'm going to look at the, the instrument cluster. See if like it shows like where the the HUD. Yeah. Well, where the the gas might be if it if it if it's stuck up or if it you know if it drops every time you turn the car off. Or... All meters are at zero. Okay, so I'm gonna look behind the the sun visors, see if the keys fall out, Terminator nope. style. Calvin starts knocking on the back passenger window. I'll try the electric locks. Nope. I'll reach back and pop the the pat or the driver's side rear door. It's broken off. Clive is gonna try to uh, push the uh, the lever for the trunk to open. Yeah, down on the left side there. Open the trunk. Trunk pops open. Is there anything in the trunk? There's a empty gallon jug and a very soggy roll of paper towels. Gallon jug of what? You're assuming it was an emergency gallon of water. Okay. But it broke open, okay. and now there's a very soggy roll of paper towels. So I'll open. I'll I'll try to open the passenger side front door. It it opens. That way, somebody else can try to get the yeah, back Cal- door. Calvin, uh, it makes his way over to that one, sits down in the passenger seat, hands up on the dash, and he's just kind of. I'm gonna go over to Robert and be like, "So I remember how to." Uh, how wire the car if you want me to try. Sure. Do you need me to, like, pop the hood or something? No, it's done under. Oh. I just need you to move. Oh, okay. Yeah, no problem. It'll slide out. So, I'm going to use my, uh, I will find hope when I remember how to do something I learned from Googling. Do I burn this now? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. So she is having this be her moment. I'm going to start a car. You've chosen oh, a no. very precarious time to be your moment. Mm-hmm. There's not very many dice. Yeah. I haven't even made it through the first scene yet. My goodness. We're not getting a car, guys. Wait, does the scene end when we run out of dice? She failed. The scene just ended. Krista, will you blow out a candle, please? So now we do our scene-ending ritual. Mm. We'll go around in a circle and state truths equal to the number of candles that are still lit. You can use these as an opportunity to further your progress, give you supplies. You know, whatever you say here becomes true in the world. These things are true. The world is dark. The car is completely dead and won't start no matter what I do. Clive found a knife and a bottle of Jaeger in the glove compartment of that dead car. We have made it to the trailhead. It's getting colder. There is movement in the bush. The movement in the bush was a cat. The cat is the first animal you've seen in ten days. There's a ranger station halfway. The ranger station looks like nobody's been here since before the darkness. 
and we are alive. We are... At the trailhead. At the trailhead. You found another weapon, Clive, and another bottle of alcohol. Clank, clank, Maybe clank. you'll be kind and share with the rest as things get more stressful. Um, a rustle in the bushes makes you guys all jump as you get up there. But it's just a, a little cat comes out skitters across the trail. Wait, come back. Cat! Kitty, 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 kitty. You know, guys, it's, it's been it's It been a stops while. and looks and then keeps running further Wait, into the Cl- woods. Clive whips out a piece of jerky. It's gone. Oh. That rustle in the bushes seemed like it should have been something a lot bigger than a cat. What are you guys going to do? Calvin starts chasing the cat into the woods. <laughs> and Clive is on his heels like, wait, I have jerky. It might come with us with food. Robert's looking at the map with the with the flashlight in his teeth. Robert, they're running ahead. Huh? They're running ahead. Oh, I, 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 and he's going to fold up the map. and We're going to run after them. Start jogging after him. Like, Where are they going? Uh, there was a cat and... We have food! And Calvin just went running. Are Be they, our friend! Are they going to like... Are they trying to get more food? With the I cat? Don't know. Uh, okay. Let's just make mittens, our way mittens, to the. Come back. Mittens, no, come it's back. Mr. Whiskers. No, I'm pretty sure that's my cat. What? No, 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 no. How, how do you know that? Why did it run then? Because it's scared. I'm scared. I'm scared too, but you know, we have food, so we, we, maybe it'll come back. Clive? Yes. You ever get that feeling where you walk into a room and you know you went there for something, but you just for the life of you can't remember what? Yes. You don't remember why you were chasing the cat anymore. You don't remember why you were running. But you're just like, huh, weird. Okay. Huh. He, he stops. He has a piece of jerky in his hand and he's just like, he munches it. He's just like, Hmm. What, what was... He, he turns around and looks back at, I guess. Clive, wait up! During our conversation, then, does does Clive just, like, stop responding about the cat? No, it would be more like, no, I'm pretty sure that was my cat. And he's just like, mm, okay. Yeah, so he just stops responding jerky. back. Yeah, it's like, he conceded. Well, it's still my cat, but... I don't have a flashlight of my own, so I guess I'm not running out in the darkness by myself. Uh, what, what? Cat? Huh? What you- my cat. It <laughs> I, it ran off into the woods. What, what cat? Guys- I, I, I- What's going on? I saw my cat. You, you saw a cat? cat? Yes, mittens. Mitt- mittens? Hmm. Where? What? You sure it was it your ran cat? ran off into the woods. Are you sure it's yours? I'm pretty, I mean... You guys, I, I why ran. does it I, matter if it's yours or not? We need to get going somewhere, and I think chasing a cat is just going to keep us from getting to the fort. I mean, cats are scientifically proven to relieve stress and such, you know, so if it's his hip head, I, I don't see any reason for him to not chase after it. my cat. Okay, but... I live alone. That cat's the only thing I have. You're, we're wasting time chasing a cat when we should be going to the fort. It went into the woods. I'm going the right way. Well, I mean, 
actually looking at the map the you know you're kind of headed a little little off to the you know the, the right of this forky thingy here and I think we have to go to the left of the forky thingy but I mean if it's your cat and you really want to go after it I mean you can do that I don't have a light so Clive will just I'm be with like, you guys oh, well here I, I have a flashlight and here here's some jerky maybe it's hungry I don't know he'll he'll like shake the bag and give it to you is the cat coming back no it's gone it it, it went off the path and into the bushes he, and he he takes a flashlight he goes to the the edge of the path and he's shining it into the woods it's like I don't see it I don't I don't hear it anymore. Maybe we'll see it at the ranger station. Any hands hey, flashlight back it, to Clive. If it found you here, maybe it'll uh, it'll find you somewhere else. Maybe it's just following us. That that's unfortunate. Well, I, I'm sure we'll keep an eye out for it on our way. If you see it, you can whisper to me, and I'll try to at least take a picture of it before it runs off again. Thanks. At least you have a picture. Thanks. Uh, I, okay, let, let's continue on our way, shall we? <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, look at the map. Yeah, it's this way. Alrighty. Start heading down the trail. Lead onward since you have the map, and I will follow behind with the flashlight. So Clive will go ahead and flash the flashlight, you know, lighting up the path in front of us, scanning the bushes here and there. Helen's kind of hanging his head, hanging out in the middle of the group. You walk for about 20 minutes, and you reach the ranger station. It's dark. The door is locked. Everything looks in place, but unused inside. Is there only one door? Just the one door. Is there windows? There are windows. But it doesn't look like it's been ransacked. I'm going to look at the door and then be like, hang on, I, 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 uh, I had to do this once in a, in a, in a scene and I'm going to lean back and kick the door as hard as I can. See if I can kick it in. Roll. And notice you only have nine dice now because we have we have lost a, a scene. Oh, is that from a when candle. I... That means that I now have one dice in my pool. Uh, you now have to beat the number of sixes that I rolled. <laughs> you can add your hope die. Oh, that's right. Okay, well, I got two successes. Any ones? The hope die. Any other ones? No. Okay. So he, you know, he thinks back to when he had to do this in the movie. He's like, all right, got to make sure you lead hard and right next to the doorknob. And the door cracks in. And he's just like, yeah, I got this. That was pretty impressive. Normally, Hollywood is not accurate in that kind of thing. Good job. Oh, I mean, <laughs> they they still teach you how to do it right. You know, they, they don't give you, like, they make sure the door is going to pop. But hey, the, the, the fundamentals are still the same. Uh, fundamentals, but maybe not the execution. Well, let's proceed. Good job. Good job. You take my acting seriously. You know, <laughs> I was in that commercial once. Oh, you were in a commercial, were you? Yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, I was extra number four. I was in the background talking. Well, it's always nice to make it to the cinema. Uh, Robert just kicked the door open, and uh, Calvin, who was kind of kind of hanging around at the back, kind of pushes his way through to the through to the front. And um, this this is a ranger station, so I imagine there's kind of that that front reception area. But there's an office off to the side, and uh, he's gonna go ahead and uh, go over to the the office door and just just push through and open it. It's open. Push ahead of the rest of the group. Okay, he's gonna. He's going to open it. Um, I imagine that, you know, since the rest of them were right at the, the doorway, there's a little bit of light. And he's going to look for a light source of his own because currently he's relying on the rest of them. And he feels kind of kind of helpless on his own. He realizes that he can't leave. I see two sixes. Oh, and a one. 
three sixes and a one. You couldn't beat me anyways. <laughs> I have to try. Calvin opens up this this office door and uh, he he finds a flashlight. He uh, he turns it turns it on and uh, not only is it there there's the one flashlight like there was a battery strapped to it as like a spare for it. Like duct taped on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like there was one taped to it. it like in case of emergency, extra battery. Handy. That's smart. And uh, he turns it on, and the rest of the, the group that he's with hears the, the door to the office close. Clive will probably scan behind us. Like, he'll probably be one of the last to go in, just to make sure that there's, you know, nothing nothing alarming behind us in the woods. So, um, after kicking in the door and everything, Robert's going to wander around. He's going to kind of um, look for anything useful. Like, obviously, being a ranger station, he's going to look for... Uh, jackets, because it is getting colder, and he's gonna look for um, maybe like a backpack or anything for for hiking. You find coats. You can roll for a backpack. You find a couple like jackets that they would have as like part of their uniform that are just hanging up on the back of the door. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You can get any ones? Nope. I got three fives, a four, a three, a two, and two sixes. Two sixes. Okay. So yeah, he kind of wanders around and like there's like a cot set up in the corner and he reaches down and feels around under it and finds a a pack and it's got some basic stuff in it just, you know, like extra socks and some some camping material things like a tarp. That's about it. But it's empty so he starts stuffing it with the stuff that they've gathered. If you guys find anything else, I I got a bag. Oh wow, good find. I got a backpack too. I've had it the whole time with the medical stuff in it. Oh, I thought it was just a kit. No, it's my school backpack oh. with medical stuff in it. Okay. Well, two bags in. Always good to have more room. I left the history book at the... <laughs> Seeing that they've been finding some good loot inside. Uh, Well, it might be useful maybe perhaps if we can, I don't know, look for a flare gun or something. That's what I was going to say too. <laughs> I guess. I'll help you find that. Chantel thought of it first, yeah. so she gets to roll. Alright, yep, so. Ooh, I see sixes already. I see one, two, one. I do succeed. You do. Okay. So, uh, looking behind the kicked in door, uh, uh, behind the door, I find a case on the wall that has a flare gun. So, I will go ahead and open that, take that out, and. I'm gonna say that the force of the door flying open cause the case to open and everything is scattered around the floor so you'll have to spend a little bit of time gathering like the different charges and the I see. Do I find two two flirt guns? Is there two is there two in the case? There's there's only one. Okay. Let me see how many and four charges. There you go. Okay, that's decent. Is there a garage attached to this ranger station for like a ranger's truck? No, but there is a woodshed. It's a very small ranger station. We're not that far into the woods yet. I'm going to say because um, I thought of the flare gun also and she mentioned it, I'm going to be like, gun, I guess I'll look for some sort of other weapon and I'm going to go look for a weapon because it seems like everybody's got a weapon but me. Before you say that, I'm just going to say uh, as you are each looking around, who's closest to the front door? I believe I was since I was right behind it because I was getting the flare gun. Yeah, he's in the office. She was 
right at the door. You were right behind. Yeah, so you were right next to. The- yeah, right next to the front door. So it depends, honestly, where Sarah would be because she was honestly weren't there with me. You mentioned flare gun, and then since you were searching for that, I went looking for something okay. else. So it is probably Clive. Okay, Clive, you. Um, I'll let you say your what you got in just a second. But as you're um, climbing down around on the floor, um, you have sort of like a weird deja vu moment. And you kind of forget why you're crawling around on the floor, but then you see the flare in front of you and you remember that that's what you were doing. But it's just a weird little, like, brain fart moment for you. Clive will just kind of think to him, man, man I'm getting old. <laughs> so continue to grab his flare gun shells. <laughs> I got two sixes and one one. So I'm You able- succeed. What happens? Yeah. Okay, so I'm able to find a rifle and... Five rounds. You've probably Googled this kind of thing before because you're mechanically minded, so you so you probably know how it works is what I'm saying. At least through yeah, books marks. I I think I know how to at least work the gun. I've never used one before, but I've Googled it and and read into it and watched videos on YouTube. Played some video games. Yeah. Um Calvin kind of he he, he put himself into the the office by himself, he shut the door behind him. He, he found this this extra flashlight, and he's uh, he's he's in there pacing back and forth to himself, and he's he's muttering where where no one can hear, and, and he's just saying things like, "Yeah, they they don't they don't care about me. I need to I need to make sure that I can that I can do things do things on my own." And he's uh, since he's in the office, he's looking for like whatever the head rangers pack would be. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, and try and try and see if the the ranger that was here had happened to leave his pack behind. <gasps> here's the th- here's, here's the thing, because I even though I fail, I get to reroll my ones if I'm gonna use my my vice, right? Yes, if you want to reroll your vice. I would like to because his whole thing with trying to to like get himself ready is he's feel. After that whole thing with his cat, he's feeling very isolationist right now. He he feels like he needs to to I'm number one. I need I need to worry about me. The rest of them don't matter. Is really starting to kick in right now. Well, we're gonna find out because I'm in a similar situation to what Krista went through. Mm-hmm. But I only get to re-roll the two ones, right? I don't get to re-roll everything. Just the ones. Yeah. Hey. Okay, you got one. I have to roll, and if I get one, then I win. Yep. Oh, you got, got a, a one. one. <laughs> so yeah, Cal- Calvin. He he finds he finds this ranger's pack. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like the uh, the ranger hadn't fully stocked it. Um, there's a there's a little like little camp uh single burner thing with a with one of those little camp camp thing yeah whatever those really little one for camping are called for like a single serving um two bottles of water and uh one of those uh freeze-dried camp meals but that was that was it of value he finds a coat as well so he was hoping to find something a little more stock this is this would get him a day if he needed it but he throws the uh oatmeal that he that he had found previously into the pack as well Shoulders it on. Is this like a fire watch station? Does it have like a 
the deck? Not at this one, no. There is one farther down the trail, um, probably about a mile. Okay. And then Calvin comes out of the the office. He, he's ready to go, and he kind of just he he opens the. Actually, I don't even know if we ever we ever established closing it, but he he goes out to the front door and he just kind of leans leans on the outside of it. And it's like I'm out I'm out here when the rest of you are ready to go. I I've uh, I, I needed a moment, but I think I'm okay right now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the, how's everybody feeling? Good. Should we take a break here for a little bit? I mean, it's kind of nice. Kind of shitty. My cat's dead. Know, you said you saw it. It could still easily dead. be alive, man. Like. Just, might be We're following looking us somewhere. for it, and uh, you know, if now that he's seen us, if he is your pet, he may uh, follow us along the path. You know, yeah, that's you true. Never he know. actually yeah, might follow cats us. Cats might not like a lot of other people, and he, he might have not. He might have been a wee bit skittish because he saw us. So maybe once he recognizes your scent, he'll come following along. I do love cats myself, so if I do see him, I'll be sure to let you know. We're all in this together, and he'll pat your shoulder. So should we take a break, or should you guys want to head out right now? Um, I think I'm ready to go. All right. All right, sounds good. Uh, uh, and he's going to whip out the map. And how, how long have we been traveling? Would you say anything? Probably about an hour total with all of your looking around and everything. Um, Calvin, as you were leaning out just outside, there is yes. a slight rustle in the bushes, probably 45 feet away, down the path a little bit and off. And you think you hear a meow. Hey, uh, you, so the Sarah, Susie, whatever your name was, you, Sarah, yeah, you, um, Sarah Bolton. Yeah. You said if I heard, heard my cat again, then you, you'd come help, help get it. I said I'd take a picture if you saw it. Yeah. Well, it's over in the bushes right there. Come on. Okay. I'll follow and we'll go look for the cat. I've got my camp, my phone ready. I got the flashlight on, but I've got the camera setting ready so I can quickly take a picture. Hey, don't go far, guys. I'll just take a minute to find out which way we're going. Yeah, just to these bushes. I think it's right over there to those yeah, bushes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. I'll just, you know, it'll only take me a minute. Come here, mittens. Come on. Come here. Come here. Kitty, 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 kitty. You get to the point in the bushes where you saw that it was shaking, and there's nothing there. There's no cat prints or anything in the ground. But about a hundred feet away from you this time, way faster than the cat could have been able to move. There's a rustling in the bushes down there. Oh, he must he must have gone further down the trail. Um, guys, guys, are are we ready to go? Mittens went further down the trail. Let's go back and check with uh, Robert. Or they're only up. They're only fifty feet up there. They can hear us, right? You can hear us, right? Yeah, yeah, we which, can hear which you. Which way did it go? He went. It, he went further down the trail. We which come trail? On. Is that the same way as the map, though? I really want to follow the map. So okay, yeah, that that, that looks like where we're headed anyway. So. Of course, yes. With all with all haste, let's let's hurry onwards. Perhaps we'll catch up the mittens. So Robert will you know take the lead since he has the map, and he'll uh, point his flashlight down the. The trail and start heading that way and be like this way you said right let's go yeah about another hundred feet clive will go ahead and shake the bag of jerky like a bag of treats just be like here kitty your puss puss mittens his, his name is mittens mittens your mittens shaking bag of treats kitty 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 mittens come on come on come out of the bushes <laughs> we're being super loud guys <laughs> and we make it a hundred feet what happens there are gonna be wolves and bears, and we're just like making lots of noise. <clears throat> There's nothing there. I swear I heard him right here. Maybe maybe it was a skunk or a raccoon or something. 
Yeah, may- maybe. I could have got scared off or something. P- perhaps uh, you you should be the one to call him. He might recognize his his owner's I did. voice. Mittens, come here. Did did he come before when you called? No, but he was he got spooked. He ran no, away. I, I mean, like when you're at your like home. Like at home, he always came he to like, Mittens. Like, come here. Yeah, was he a sometimes cats yeah. Yeah. Mittens loves me. Okay, just I know some cats don't. He's all don't I really got. I've all he's got. Maybe say Mittens multiple times. Mittens, Mittens, Mittens. All right, so, uh, well, you know, we'll, we'll keep looking. If he headed this way, maybe he's just further ahead. Keep going down the trail. Clive will keep a weather eye out, but he'll be uh, bringing up the rear of the trail. He'll scan uh, amongst us with the flashlight here and there, trying to keep the area lit up. Yeah, and Calvin has a flashlight now, too, so he's helping scan one side. Robert will, you know, as he's in the lead, keep looking for tracks of anything, but tracks in general. As you go along, the wind is picking up, and it's hard to tell the difference between the leaves rustling because of the wind and what you think might be in the bushes. We'll just have to listen for the meows. Yeah. Sarah's going to take a, like, a selfie. You reach the fire watchtower. It's about a mile down, so it takes you another half an hour. Robert's going to look out and be like, hey, bet we can get a really good view of the uh, the trail ahead from up there. Let's Let's, let's check it out. Yeah, if we can see that far. You know, what if they have a radio, maybe, and well, I Well, they usually do. To... We can always try, yeah. Yeah, but the radio back at the town hall is dead. Well, yeah, yeah, but this one might have this some juice left in it. This one might have a radio, maybe it's clo- since it's closer also. Yeah, we can see if the maybe the, the, the fort's broadcasting. And yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, this is just a thought. I did find a flare gun. I could always, you know, shoot off around to see if maybe we could, uh, you know, alert other civilians of our presence. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's see what we can see, and then we'll make that choice. Yes. I don't know if we'll be able to see too much with it being as dark as it is, but if there's any other light sources Eight. out there, then yeah, we may see Yeah, it'd be really easy them. to see anything with light. Exactly. So, yep. Well, Robert's going to start trucking up the stairs. Clive will be right on his heels. Calvin's falling up the stairs as well. Yeah, you get up the stairs, and about halfway up, it turns from stairs to a ladder. The ladder (gasps) is not in good shape. It doesn't look like people go up this very often. Robert will uh, attempt the ladder with all haste and trusting it completely. Clive is going to take a step back from the ladder, not thinking that they it will probably trust the weight of two people. Sarah's gonna take pictures of everybody. <laughs> and I got one success. So yeah, so like Rob will just start immediately just like do 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 straight up the ladder. And like, you know, having having an optimistic view on life, he's just gonna go up a little it'll shift a little under his weight and you know he'll feel the bolts are a little rusty, a little loose, but he'll kinda like shake it a little bit and be like, Yeah, it's fine. Keep going on up and get to the top and look down and be like, It's fine, come on up. Calvin's like, Hey Clive, you've got the flare gun, why don't you get up there so you can get a good vantage to shoot it off. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Uh, Sarah, do you think this looks sturdy? You're, you're the one of the ones who's kind of... Uh, I would totally be happy going up after Robert. Alrighty then, I guess I'll make my way up. <laughs> I did not get anything. Hmm. No sixes or ones, you can't can't do anything. You can't do anything? Okay then. Chateau, would you blow out a candle, please? Indeed. These things are true. The world is dark. Clive went to go climb the ladder, but did not make it up. Mittens is still alive. There's light towards the fort. My phone went dead. We find Mittens. He was lured by the sound of the jerky. At the base of the fire lookout tower, everyone has 
a severe case of deja vu. The rustling in the bushes was never mittens. And And we we are alive. alive. So Clive, or Robert, will be down at the bottom of the ladder, down at the bottom of the tower, being like, yeah, I saw the lights. They're, they're that way. I think, I think the fort has power. We should, we should hurry. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. We couldn't, I couldn't make it up there with you. It would have been nice to maybe shoot off the flare, but uh, I did. Matt, I, I think we should save that just in case, you know, maybe something, you know, happens like if we get stuck somewhere or uh, uh, need it for like an emergency. Yes. Yes. I agree. I, it was just. Well, I mean, you don't have to be on a tower to shoot a flare. There's no trees right here. Well, yeah, so I think he's probably just... Uh, I was just thinking that perhaps if we were higher up, someone might have a greater chance of seeing it, but... I mean, the flare's going to go above the trees. Just shoot it up right now. Oh, yeah. If you want, you got... How many did you find? Three of them? Four of them? Four, I believe. Yeah, you could shoot one off. Let them know we're coming. If there's anyone there, they might get things ready for us. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see a response. I mean, if we were looking for a response, it would have been probably better to check at the top of the tower for one, but I guess we can try it. So, yeah, I guess Clive will go ahead and shoot off the flare. Oh! What Caitlin roll? A six and a one. So it doesn't count, right? You're, you're zeroed out? Uh, two sixes, two ones. Uh-oh. Oh. No, so you succeeded because you have the two sixes, but if you want, you could... Yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and burn it. So we keep them. Good job. It was worth it. Clive will probably just uh, take a step back away from any trees and uh, <laughs> I guess pointing up in the air towards the direction that we saw the lights. He'll go ahead and shoot the flare and hope for uh, a response back shortly. Well, we've let him know that we're coming, so we should. Robert, you, you know the, the right way to go. Let's. Uh, yeah, it's, Where do we uh, go? it's it's this way. Just head down this trail, but we can keep an eye out for more flares. See if they respond. Okay, let's yeah, watch just, for just flares. Keep an eye on the sky. Maybe they'll respond back with another flare. Hopefully, the lights from the base don't don't wash out any any response flare. Rightio, this away. Clive will probably take up the rare again and uh, scan, just to keep an eye out with his light. Sarah's gonna stay in the middle. Kellen starts getting like he he flips the backpack around to the front of him and goes to to tuck mittens into the backpack because it's hard to carry a cat and a pack and a flashlight all at once. As we're walking, Sarah, because we're everybody around her has some sort of light, Sarah is going to put new the one of the two batteries into her phone to turn it back on. So, uh, start heading down the trail. What? Roll to make sure you could do it, because you're doing it while walking. And I have no light. I'm just... And you don't have a light while you're doing it. No, I just am relying on their light. (laughs) And we're walking and not pointing light at you at all, so you're mostly doing it by feel. I really, really succeeded. You've <laughs> I got have this zero ones down. and lots of sixes. <laughs> it's muscle memory by now. As we're walking, I'm and I've got my phone back on. I'm looking through the things I've saved, trying to see if anything would help us. <laughs> you have reached Fort Victor. Yay! Yay! Okay. Not a soul in sight. Mm. A light still on. 
There are floodlights on. They are flickering. What does the entrance look like? Is there... Is a big old gate. It looks like it's a powered gate, but it, as far as you can tell, you don't think the emergency power would support that as well because it's pretty obvious that the lights are running on emergency generators. With how they're they're flickering, it's like the generator's chugging. I'd like this to be my moment as... Okay, what, what are you wanting to do with your role? I want to be able to, as we break from the forest and see the fort, see these floodlights, be able to run up and because the gate is unpowered, somehow be able to just open the gate as my moment and inside we find the stockpile of of things that the military base put together okay what is your moment my my moment is that um i will find hope when i think my theory was right and I had previously theorized that the military base was stockpiling yeah. resources. So they, they knew what was going on and they were yeah, they were prepping. That this was something that they knew was going to happen. Two, two, six, two sixes and a one. There's your hope dice. We lose one die. Yeah, I rolled. I didn't get anything. So while uh, you're checking for the stockpile and everything... I'm going to be looking in the guard checks to see if there's any, like, written directions of, like, what guards should do with survivors. Yeah, I mean, I, I imagine that we, I pushed the door open and we ran in and I just went to, like, the first door on the right. There's, like, a, so you, you get the gate open. Okay. And it's, like, a big yard. Mm-hmm. Like, sort of like a prison yard where there's a fence and then a area with, like, that would be like the parking lot and like where they did their calisthenics or something. I don't know. <laughs> and then it goes up to the main building and you guys are running inside the building. I was going into like the guard shack. It was right there at the fence or whatever's right there at the fence for where guards would be at a fort. Okay. It would be just one of those little booths. Okay. I'm just going to look to see if there's like a clipboard with information on it or anything. Something that roll. You know, like, hey, if if people are found, they go here. I have two successes. Hey, you're good. Um, who is standing farthest in the back? I am. I established that I'm I was in the back. Probably with. Yeah. If they went up ahead. I, well, I'm not up ahead. I'm like at the fence. Yeah, but you and I are probably the first two. Yeah, you. Pro- I imagine that in in like order, it would have been like you guys, then me, then her, or him. You guys both think that you hear very faint murmuring like people talking but it would be like down the fence and around the corner just out of like almost out of earshot but you think you hear people it, everything is so still and silent that it's easier to pick up on noises but do you hear that sarah i heard something H- hello hello there hello hey what's up we, we we think we hear something so while they're calling out you know He's going to find that clipboard and start reading it and see it says, like, uh, for all survivors or uh, refugees, send them to the um, the mess hall for a debriefing and decontamination. And then he's going to flip that over and there's going to be a map that shows kind of the direction towards, like, he, the directions he would give to people. Go down here to the right or go down here to the T, take a right, second building on the left, third door. He's going to be like, guys, I, f- I found where we should go. I think there's some people over here. 
Well, maybe it's these people. They said to go down to the to the mess hall. It should be just just over there. But it was that way. And I point away. Well, she's hearing people now. We maybe they moved them. Well, yeah, but I mean, they said that this is where we're supposed to go. Like, if well, you're new, they well, yeah, could like, be hurt. We might need to help them get there. Well, if they're on the base, they're probably just just they probably you know like it's like a camp or something. But we have to go through the the front. But it sounded like they were saying help. Yeah, I mean, no one's saying no one's, help. No one's here to tell us to go. I that didn't way. hear anybody Why, say help. Why don't we go where the people no, are? No, I heard them. Because say if it. we if we go there before we've you know been this says decontamination. Yeah, if we but go there's there before, no one here. Maybe they they realize there's no problem. Well, I, it could be the people that need maybe, to decontaminate. Or maybe they everybody. just took the last group to the decontamination and we just missed them. I think we should go where they tell us to go because you know like. This is a military base, and then if they find you where you're not supposed to be, like they're gonna be mad. Well, I think we should go said? where the people are. I didn't well, that's, hear this anything. Is, that this they is said. where the people are. I just are. heard murmurs. It says take them to the to the thing. Maybe they, maybe this is where we like you know get given keys to a room or something. Uh, Calvin looks over at you guys. Where where are the people? Down that way. We just heard he voices over this way. He starts walking off in that direction. Well, I was going to say that Clive was probably going. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Guys, I, too. I really think we should go where the clipboard says. Well, we'll definitely go there. We're, yeah. we're just going to check around the corner just Let's to just see. Let's just make sure there's not anybody that needs help, and then we can help them get there. Maybe and then they're we get new here, too. Maybe well, they would they have had help. to go through the fence, and you just forced your way through the fence. They might have came from another fence over that way. Let's just go check. We don't know this area. We, uh, okay. I just, I think it's a bad idea to go wandering around a military base. I mean, they, they're they ready for refugees. They'll, they'll know what's going on. I'm going to head towards the sound. It's the murmurs. Yeah, Clive will go ahead and say, hello there. We're, we're new here. We're, we're seeking refuge. Who wants to roll to see if they you find can... anything? I'll <laughs> let you know what happens, and then you can elaborate on whether you... I think I see two ones. <gasps> <laughs> but we're down to what three dice now? Two dice? Two dice. You don't see any people, but you do see the like bushes and trees just at the tree line, a bit off from where the path was, sort of go back together where it looks like someone might have pushed their way through. And you think you hear murmuring still. So after having called out several times and nobody answers and it just goes off into the distance, Clive will go ahead and stop and just be like, I, I think we should probably just head back in and check where... Uh, Mess Hall, that way. Following random noise is not always best idea. Well, we, we heard voices. They sounded like human voices or murmuring. So it's just, it's, it's best just to check just in case. So we'll, we'll head back now. We've, we've taken our look. So let's go over to where we, sh- we should go. Okay. The lights are on. That means it's safe, right? Yes. They are afraid of the light. That's all you know. Yeah, and they're flickering them. As we're walking back and following Robert to the mess hall, I'm going to scoot up ahead of Calvin and take some pictures of him and his cat, like I promised. Roll to not trip. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you're like walking backwards. Yeah. Did you fail? No. Some backpacks have that have little zipper. Have that zipper on the top where you put that like headphones in. You lucky. I've got a I've got mittens in that pocket so that he can he can be be stuck outside. Okay, you successfully take the pictures without tripping. So I got some pictures and I show them to Calvin. I'm like, you're an expert at taking pictures while not paying attention to anything else around you. <laughs> it's got like half battery now. In one of the pictures, you get a little bit more of a view 
from, like, since you were walking and taking them, one of them, it's more the background than it is Calvin. Mm. And it looks like there's something red in the bushes. But, you know, whatever. Maybe one of those, like, tree trunks is, like, a weird color. Okay. I'll dismiss it. So, I'll lead everybody to the, uh, the mess hall door and attempt to open it. Roll. Six. One six? One six. No ones? No ones. What's behind the door? It's obviously a mess hall, but it looks like, you know, tables have been set up with, um, like, space blankets and bags of, of, like, hand sanitizer. And there's a table with, like, little teddy bears for scared children. But there's obviously, like, a path that people were meant to take through, but nothing's manned. Hello? Huh. I don't see anyone here. That's weird. As we're walking in, I'm playing with the filters on my phone to try to make a cool picture. I raid the uh, hand sanitizer. Now that you're inside, there is only the red glow of the emergency light system. So there's only the floodlights outside. There's no interior. The floodlights outside are working, but inside it's only like usually they'll have red emergency lights because those take up a lot less power so they can run a lot longer. And they don't kill your night vision. Yep, and it's just a red glow cast over everything. So the mess hall, huh? Hey, it's what the clipboard said, and it, obviously they they were doing something here. I don't see anybody. I don't. I don't see anybody. That not even just that no one's doing anything. Hello. This is quite odd. I was hoping we'd uh, find some people. It's been been a while since we've seen anybody else. But uh, for now, let's just take some of these blankets with us, just in case it's been getting nippy out. Yeah, we'll just, is there you know, anyone in this building? We can just keep following the path. I mean, it kind of looks like it goes that way. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps they've all gathered for a meeting somewhere or something. Yeah, so. who knows? Let's continue exploring the fort then, I suppose, and we'll see. At this point, Calvin's going to reach into his waistband and draw his gun. Sarah, as you're scrolling through all of the filters, you've kind of, like, zoned out, lost track of what you were doing and realized that you're just mindlessly going through all of them and you don't remember what you were really doing anymore. Sarah kind of stops and is just kind of standing there and playing with her phone. Yeah, I guess uh, Clive will be alarmed now that the gun has been pulled out. It'll just be like, oh, well, what are you doing there, Calvin? Uh, there's no need to draw your weapon quite yet. We don't know that. No one's answering us. No, but I haven't seen anything saying anything bad happened either. Are, are you, are you thinking? the fact that no one's here, well, but yeah, there should be people here. Maybe people are sleeping. We don't know. Are you, are you saying that they might have gotten here? I'm saying that, that the clipboard said to come here. There's some supplies here. And there was no one at the gate. There's no one in here giving supplies. There's no one in here taking supplies. Well, yeah, but we and also... I just want to be prepared if we run into I some mean, shit. I mean, we forced our way inside. They, they may not have been ready to accept anybody, and that's why nobody's here. Maybe maybe they're just, you know, operating on a skeleton crew. Yeah, and if, if we run into someone with some authority, I'll put the gun away. But for now, I feel safer with it in my just hand. Just be careful. This is a military base. If they see you wandering around with a gun, they... they they might, you know. They might take you for a raider. So just be, just be careful. It's not, it's not wrong to be on your guard. We are in a dire situation, but, but at the same time, we don't want to uh, alert people we're trying to make friends yeah, with. Just, just be careful. Are you guys walking ahead? Or are you guys we're talking this right in front of me? Because I stopped. No, we're just conversing. No, we're just conversing in that room in the mess hall. What are we yes. doing, you guys? I'm cleaning my hands with some sand hand sanitizer. I, I gathered a couple blankets, but yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're looking around for people, Sarah. <laughs> 
Why do you have a gun out? For safety. Why? I don't want to die. Why are we going to die? Because they are out there. You said you grabbed blankets? I grabbed blankets. Do I need a roll for blankets? (laughs) No, you found the blankets. Okay. Roll for perception on the blankets. Uh, nothing. No ones, no sixes. Scene. These things are true. The world is dark. I found glow sticks in the blanket pile. They know we're in here. The fort's been abandoned. Sarah hears whispers in the shadows. They are not in the room with us. The blankets are completely saturated in blood, but it's dry. Lovely. And there are footprints also in blood, but not human. And And we we are are alive. Calvin notices that these blankets that he, he's seen like like doctor shows and knows that those like um that the bulk the bulk blankets that you buy are usually white and that these are like rust colored and he's looking at the ground and he sees those footprints were they were they dried blood or were they yeah. still wet guy, guy, guys guys he points the flashlight at the ground at one of the footprints. Do you still think I don't need a gun? Mm-hmm. Does no, that it's... look human to you? Does that look like blood to you? Clive's gonna I, go I ahead know. and take out his bottle of vodka and swig it. Can I get? Can I get some of that? <laughs> he's he's like he realizes. I, need a hit. I really need a hit off that. He realizes right now. what he was holding as far as the blankets were, and he he drops them, and he's yeah, and yeah. Then Clive will go ahead and hand over bottle of vodka and whip out his bottle of Jaeger and start drinking that. <laughs> and yeah, Calvin Calvin takes a takes a big swig of it. Flashlights going all over the place as, as he's tipping the bottle up. It's, it's okay guys, it's, it's, you know, it, it looks old like dry, it's, it's, so maybe whatever it was is gone. Where are the footprints But going? why are they here in the first place? This is supposed to be a safe place. Uh, I don't know, I mean I don't even know what made them. It's obviously they. But is it? I don't know. I've never seen a they. Have you seen a they? Well, what else would it be? It's clearly not human. As they're arguing and discussing all this, Sarah, who is someone who's watched a lot of YouTube, is going to go over... She's hearing voices from the shadows. She's going to go over to them thinking that there may be spirits or something and go talk to them. Okay. (laughs) Roll. (laughs) One, one, three, six. Ooh. So two ones, just... My virtue is mechanically something, and I Mechanically minded. So the only thing I could think of is you have a ghost radar app on your phone. There you go. I'm trying to, yes, to figure out what they're saying to me. You need one of these to be a six to win. Ooh, that's... Oh my god! And scene. <laughs> it was fate. Krista, will you blow out a dice, please? <laughs> blow out a candle. I'm holding dice. These things are true. The world is dark. The app that I have is 
told me that the voices are telling me there is danger very nearby. Clive has an inkling about where they are in location to us. Sarah has wandered away from the group and is now in a separate room and no one has noticed. They are watching us. We are trapped with them. And And we we are alive. Clive is going to notice that the footprints have kind of led off in a direction and after looking around, putting back his bottle, he'll have noticed uh, that Sarah isn't with us now or short our member. Do I have to roll for that? I am going to... Oh, wait. You didn't get a six, I though. didn't get a six. That's no, what I mean. so she can't win. Yeah, and even if she got a six, it would still be a tie. So does it end the scene if you win? If you win as yeah. the GM? Okay. Alrighty then, so we've... It's because you guys failed a conflict. Chantel, will you blow out a candle, please? These things are true. The world is dark. Uh, I don't know where Sarah has gone. You all have, other than Sarah, wandered down to the next level of the fort. So you're in sub-level one. The door behind us is locked. The door ahead is open off of its hinges. And And we we are alive. Did we wander together? You went down the stairs together, yeah. Is there an upstairs? Sarah? In some parts, there would be, like, towers. I imagine that Sarah's following voices. Sarah! And is probably went upstairs. Where have you gone? Sarah! I think that, um, as as we walked through, we, we thought that we saw Sarah's footsteps going this way through, like, the dust on the ground. We. Anybody know her phone number? We had we had opened a door and found the stairs. And we we went downstairs, and uh, the door was on its hinges and shut. Getting to the bottom, Calvin realized that there's no footsteps that we're following. And he turns around to go back up and pushes on the door. It was a fire door, so once they're closed, they do not open from that direction again, and it's locked. So now he's starting to freak out. Just like, guys, guys, there's there's no going back. Oh, we're locked down here. Um, well, surely they have another exit somewhere. Let's let's yeah. push onwards. Or if we get the power back on. That fire door. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe. I think so. Something, I mean, they, they wouldn't lock gonna... us in a stairwell with a fire door. There's got to be a way out. I mean, it did, maybe, maybe it's down a floor and... They've got, like, a fire exit out there or something. Where could Sarah have gone? Well, maybe she went this way and, and got locked in, too, so... Let's just, uh... All we can do is keep pressing forward. I'm gonna head down the hall and through the open door. As you mentioned earlier, the door that is open has been knocked off of its hinges. It looks like, by some great force, there is twisted metal. Well, uh... You know, he's looking at the door. He's going to, like, big swallow. Okay. There's twisted metal. Is there, like, 
anything obvious about the metal? Like, is it clawed, ridden? Is it like twisted, like what looks like human hands? Is it looks like it's just broken somehow? It looks like it was like with great force pushed open, but like for them, it was no trouble. At this point, with especially the way the, the mood's changing, even Robert, who seemed to think that things were okay, seems to be freaking out. Um, Calvin is now imitating to the best of his ability that uh, that cop with a flashlight stance. Actually, pro- probably holding the flashlight underneath the gun and just he's pointing it in front to the sides. He's, he's uh, doing really hard not to point it at the other people. <laughs> he's just like, guys, there's something in here with us. Sarah's just keeps following the voices as they tell her, this way for safety. This way. Go this way. And she hasn't noticed that she's... You have she's, the rifle with you still, don't you? Yeah, she hasn't noticed that she's away from her party. She's completely focused on these voices. They've kind of consumed her. You reach the top of the tower and it is completely dark. There's no source of light other than your phone. And as you climb to the top of the stairs, you can tell that you're not alone in there. I'm gonna draw my rifle. (laughs) Okay. What did Google say I do? (laughs) I'm gonna try to figure out how to use the rifle. Do I need to roll to use my gun? Are you going to actually try and shoot whatever's in there? Or are you just raising it at him? Well, I don't know that there's even any bullets in the gun because I found bullets. I found a gun. But I don't think I ever put the bullets in the gun. But if I feel like I'm in danger and it's dark, I might draw my weapon. I think that I would try to make sure that there's a way for me to fire the weapon. So you raise the weapon? Yeah, I would probably try to make sure that there's bullets in there, or if there's not, put bullets into it. Roll. I don't know how to use a gun. Yeah, I'd say roll. As you are trying to load the weapon, you hear just a calm voice. Don't shoot. I rolled two sixes and one one. Mm-hmm. You win. Give me the one. Okay, so she hears she she loads her gun. She's got it ready, and she hears "Don't shoot!" and she's gonna be like, "Hello, who are you? Hello, don't shoot. Who are you? Are you shining your light over there? Yeah, she'll take her phone." And shine your light at the vo- at the the area she's hearing the voice. As you lift your light up, you see something very large quickly move away so that it's not in the light and move to another corner. And you hear a s- very small growl, like a deep, deep. She's gonna put her phone in her pocket and hold her her gun and slowly back up. Who are you? You're backing up? Yeah. Back down the stairs? Yeah. 
You just hear again. Don't shoot. Tell me who you are! <laughs> Personally, I'd run away at this point. Just saying. She's 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 backing up, but she's like... They keep saying, don't shoot. So she's like, it's trying to be nice. Roll for backing up down the stairs to hold your flashlight. I put You're... my flashlight in my pocket. I put my phone oh, in my pocket. You put your phone away? Yeah. Okay, I missed that part. I'm in complete darkness. Oh. <laughs> you hear something walking towards you. It sounds big. Roll. Hey, I got no ones, but I got one six. <laughs> one six? Oh boy. <laughs> You're oh my god, yes! So lucky. <laughs> so lucky. So lucky because if you had failed that, you'd be dead right now. Sarah is turning around and running and screaming, Guys! Help! Help, help, help! He's behind me! <laughs> running. I found them! So you guys hear her screaming. No, we don't. No, we don't. I'm, I'm, you're like three floors above and we're one floor down. And we're in a base, we're in a concrete facility. I get to the area I came from. You can roll if you want to see if you can find where they are. We are separated and you are very lost right now. <laughs> yeah, you have no idea where we went. We have no idea where you went. So, I didn't roll a one. Did you roll a six? No. <laughs> then you failed. Can you narratively get your brink, work your brink into the story? Yeah. Okay, if you do that, then you can reroll all of them. If you succeed, you get to keep it. But know that your character is like, you've snapped. So my brink is, I talk to shadows. I've seen you talk so, to shadows. Yeah, so she's she has the app. She can speak to spirits within. So her brink would be to get uh, help from the shadows as to like where her friends are, where it's more safe. Oh, and you get down to the bottom and you don't recognize, even though you're in the room that you're in before you don't recognize it. Okay, come on shadows. <laughs> I got one six, no, no ones. Good job. So you get to keep your brink. So I'm following the shadow voices. Where are you going? What do you find? Um. I find my way to my friends. <laughs> well, I think you'd, you'd hit the fire door. Yeah. It open from the outside. It opened for you. So she, uh, Sarah finds her way to her party. Do we hear this? And I'm freaking out. Well, I'm sure we'd hear her running up. We would definitely hear that door. That's what I'm saying. I want to know if I hear the door because I want to go run to the door. <laughs> you would hear the door at the top of and the stairs. And you would hear me saying, screaming, shut. oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Clive is going to go ahead and <laughs> run at her and say, don't let the door close. Calvin, gun in hand, is pointing it straight up the stairs with a flashlight at you. What's right there? It's really big. It jumps out of light into the back into the shadow area. And it growled a little bit. I don't remember much more than that. I ran. Okay. Um, Calvin wants to start rifling through his backpack to find some supplies to help light up the area. Did you shoot it? No, I ran. 
Did you try to shoot it? No, it told me not to. It. I'm sorry, what? It told you not to? Yeah, it talks. It said don't shoot. He, as he pulls off his backpack, holds the handgun up to Clive. Cover us. Cover us? So what are you doing? I'm looking through my backpack. I've got my gun out too. I'm ready. One, six. One, one. A tie means I lose. Yes. So I am going to lean on my brink. They have seen me steal and hoard supplies from my fellow survivors. What? Nada. And you have to give up your hope dice, too. Yep. Oh, you failed it. Damien, will you please blow out a candle? These things are true. The world is dark. I have nothing left. We are being hunted. The fire door makes noise. And we are alive. Okay, Sarah has now been reunited with the rest of the party. And Calvin is on the on the ground. He's rifling through his bag. And I was like, "Let's." Uh, where did they go, I, guys? Let's 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 go. I heard the door again. Let, let's go. Damn it, man! Like, uh, uh, let's try this body. door down here at the end. Okay, give me a second. My no, no, no I, seconds, man. Let's move. He starts dragging up behind him. I I knew I had some glow sticks in here somewhere. I have the glow. I have some glow sticks on me, man. So Robert's gonna. Robert's gonna try to lead everybody down the hall and, and through a doorway at the end. I will stick the gun in like in the back of his pants really quick and just like snap a couple glow sticks. Yeah, throw them throw them behind us. Try and light up the hallway. She said she said it 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 ran away from the light. So if we if yeah, we can block off right the hallway out. with light, it can't get to us, right? Yeah, it jumped out when I shone my light from my phone. It jumped away from the light. What 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 did it look like exactly? Big. That's all I got. Hey, uh. Duh. Klein, can, can can I get my gun back? I don't know. Can I get my bottle of vodka back? He he looks in his back and I was like, I don't know where it went. Damn it, man. There's only so many resources we can get here. Are you seriously worried about alcohol at a time like this? Things like this are what makes the difference between keeping a man sane in these kinds of situations. You guys, because you get drunk? Let's go. This is go. not a time to argue. It could be already in here. I know. I'm saying let's go. You guys hey. are arguing about bottles of vodka. Hey, map boy. Did your map say anything about what's down here? I don't have a map of the fort. You did. I had a like overview of big buildings that showed how to get to the mess hall. That's Nothing it. down here? No, it's not a, It's not ground floor plans. Well, how am I supposed to know that? You're I the one that know. found the map. You could have looked at it once. Instead, you guys are off wandering looking for murmurs in the woods. Clive is going to go ahead and start going downstairs, lighting up glow sticks on the way, just every so often, just enough to space out the, the light. Come on. Sarah! Did you hear that? Yeah, Where I heard that. Where are you? Let's go. Something said my name. Yeah. Apparently it also told you not to shoot. Let's go. It sounds exactly like Clive. <laughs> Looking at Clive. Let's I'm, go. I'm down the hallway. Is it coming from behind us? Yeah. What the, what the hell was that? Why is it using my voice? Uh, let's go. Doorway. I'm already leaving down the hallway. You're lagging behind, Matt boy. Come on. I was the one first down this hallway. I said I pushed past you guys. I'm going to follow Clive because that's the voice I heard. <laughs> Which way? It's two directions from you now. Well, what did I see? The I saw the way you went, right? Yeah. So I'd go the way that Clive went. But, Clive? Yeah, so let's continue. Did 
I don't. I wouldn't listen to voices Let's anymore, get Sarah. Out of the hallway, maybe we can find a door, bar it. That's what I'm working on. Let's continue lighting up and going. I only have so many glow sticks, and they're not going to last forever. Are you going to find something to bar I've the been, door with? Yeah, I've been. I was like at a door, like holding it open, being like, "Let's go this way," and apparently everybody shot past me. Roll to find something to bar the door shut with. The voices helped me find you guys. Yeah, where did you go? You were gone for like 15 minutes. You guys hear footsteps behind you. Quite a ways behind you. Are they heavy? Fast, slow. Heavy, slow. So like lumbering. Two sixes. Ooh, lucky bastard. So yeah, he uh, he opens the door and looks inside and, and finds uh, like a room with, with enough stuff to kind of barricade against the door. Let's go in here. Come on, come on. All right, all right. Hopefully, I mean... You did hear it's coming, right? Yeah, let, let's get out of the hallway. Um, maybe these glow sticks aren't slowing it down. Do we, like, if we look back at the past, he's been leaving a trail of glow sticks. Are we seeing it go through glow, the glow stick? Not yet. So, like, Robert, as everybody comes in through the door, is going to pick up one of the glow sticks that's on the floor, and he's going to throw it further down the hallway, because since it was like a trail, he's going to, like, throw it further down and make it look like they can't find. And he's going to slam the door shut and start pulling, like, large pieces of furniture and other things in front of the door. Yeah, Clive will help him move the big stuff in front. What kind of room did we walk into? The room you're in has one very large cage in the back. The door is open. Does it look like it was just left open or does it look like it was forced open? Not smashed out of it, but the lock does look like it has been manipulated. Okay. So uh, after pulling several large items around the door, I'm going to start swinging my flashlight around looking for you know, anything. Obviously, if there's a cage, maybe they had like tranquilizers or something in here too. Calvin's doing the same and his flashlight starts blinking and he reaches for that spare battery that was on it to change the battery out. Spare battery's been ruined. So he's, he's like, he cov- cover... Cover me with the light, and he he takes the top off the flashlight, starts changing the batteries out to put this new battery in. Sarah's got her phone and is holding her phone up to give you light, but then her phone goes out. He screws it back together, clicks it on. Nothing happens. He clicks a couple more times, nothing happens. Taps it against his leg, nothing happens. He's like, guys, we're down a light. I need to change. I only have one battery left. Um, um I, I am out of glow sticks, unfortunately. Um, I have a couple batteries. Maybe the ones you picked up are dead. Uh, try these. Unfortunately, the crack in it. I don't know if it'll work, but... I'm going to try to put the last battery in my phone. I give him the two spare batteries that I found earlier. Go ahead and roll to see if you can change the battery. You're going to die in the dark. <laughs> I have one six and one one. Yeah. I have a six. So the shadows are like... No, no, it's not working. You gotta turn it around. And Calvin, he's seeing the door that's that's been broken open. He heard the big things, and he's like, "Guys, there goes my brink, guys. You burn your brink. I'm gonna die." Guys, we're gonna die down here. Yeah, you gotta blow out a candle too. These things are true. The world is dark. The last battery is already dead. We still have the fire starter, but only half the alcohol. They are not afraid of the glow sticks. <clears throat> and they are right outside. And we are alive. Do we hear the footsteps approaching the door that we are in? You do. And you hear them saying, 
Hello? Clive, Clive, you know how to use that thing, right? The gun. You you never gave me back the gun. You know how to shoot a gun, right? Of course I do, man. We're going to have to try and fucking kill that thing. Yes, that is the intention. We'll pull the gun out. The gun is out, you idiot. Robert's going to be like looking around for paper to set on fire because we do still have a fire starter. So he's going to be like gathering, gathering any paper he can find sitting on the desks and stuff and just tossing it into a pile kind of in front of the door. Robert, I have band-aids and, and co- cotton things and all kinds of first aid stuff that we could add to that. What'd you get? Two successes. I start looking through my bag to find said fire starter because as we've previously established, I lost a lot of the stuff that I had. The gun is out, but I, in, in this situation, he's he also has his flare gun out. So he is double wielding flare gun and the revolver. Did you remember to reload that thing? He's whipping out the flare gun. He's going to be like, I don't think the revolver is going to be very much help in this situation. So let's keep let's keep fire lit and keep our lights up. Okay, well, I'll take the revolver back then since I'm the one that found it. Yeah, that's fine. Still owe me a bottle of vodka, you bastard. Sarah's going to grab her college bag and take out any college papers and whatever, like just homework. For effect, I do reload the pistol. The, the Throw the it thing. in your fire. <laughs> In your pile that you're going to be lighting. Do you think we should... Do you think we're going to need the band-aids? <laughs> like, well, I don't know. Right now, I'm just looking for stuff that burns. Band-aids are kind of like, you know, they're they're latex. They don't really burn. They just kind of melt. I have a, There's a, a math bang book. on the door. Okay, okay. Uh, I throw uh, the math book in. <laughs> Calvin, where's that, where's that fire starter? And I grab my rifle. Clive is going to go ahead and grab into the backpack and grab the fire starter. You could have waited a second for me to grab it, but yeah, it's right in that pocket. It should be. It's where I put it before. Do you know how to use one of those? Simple enough. Strike it. So Let's go. Let's go. Calvin's going to put his pack down, take his cat out, and he's going to go find a corner in this room with the revolver, and he's just going to push himself into the corner and let his knees go down and just slide down into like a ball in the corner with his cat. Mittens. Roll to hold on to the cat. Two failures. Really? And one success. You win, but you're down to one die. Mittens. Mittens is going to be okay. Mittens can tell you're stressed out and is trying to be calm for you. Okay, Mittens. Calvin, Calvin's just sitting there. His head is pressed up against the top of Mittens' head, and the gun is in his hand, and it's just shaking with his finger on the trigger. And he's not sure if he's going to put it in his own mouth or if he's going to shoot at whatever comes through that door. As much as I want to light the fire so that we can uh, get some more light in here, I don't know if we should light ourselves up in a contained room. We might, you know, run I out of I think it's better oxygen. to stay in the light. Yeah, yes. Light's going to be more important right now. I mean, they're at the door. Yes, well, we have a flashlight and such as well. It's My not going to last out. forever. I need the. I think we start the fire and make a light because the phone's were, dead. You have no more spare batteries. Yes. They jumped out of the light. Oh, and I was up upstairs. So I think if we have the light, we might have more protection. Yes, we might have more protection, but at the same time, uh, I'm concerned about blocking out our exit with uh, fire. But uh, that's fine. I'll go ahead and light it. So, yeah. Another loud bang at the door, and the barricade is starting to shudder. Hurry, hurry, light it. That is a one. I'm going to go ahead, and that is a a decent thing for now. Burn your alcoholism. Yes. um, Well, there goes my vice. Alcoholism. (laughs) We are cornered in a room. It oh, doesn't God. matter no. if it's a six or not. 
I go to light it, but... You go to light it, but you you tried to encourage the fire to start by pouring some of your alcohol on the pile. You used too much, and it's just too soaked. And Jaeger doesn't have a high enough alcohol content. It won't catch. Damn you for wasting my vodka! Chantel, will you blow out a candle, please? All you hear from that corner of the room is crying. These things are true. The world is dark. Clive knows that if he runs, the monster will chase. You think you hear something in the back of the cage. Shite! And And we are alive! Guys, I... The fire starter, I can't get it to work. I, I douse too much alcohol in here. It doesn't have enough flammability anymore. It's not working. Um, I don't know. I, f- I feel bad. This 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 wouldn't have gone so wrong if I just if I didn't just listen. Uh, I still have the flare gun, and so and I have my knife, so I can cause a distraction with that. I might be able to light this on fire, and then why might we might be able to get you guys past. If as soon as it breaks down, Robert's gonna swing his flashlight around to the cage where the noise came from. There's a corner that the way the furniture is in the room, it's managing to stay in shadow just a little bit. He's gonna just like slowly, you know, like slice the pie so that his beam of light cuts into that corner without him having to get much closer. Sarah's a little bit trigger happy and shoots at the sound. She's had it, like, ready, and then that sound happened. She turned and shot. I think I'm going to have you roll for it. Okay. I don't have a one or a six, so I failed it. So you fail. Okay, so this is a dire conflict, and because you lost it, there is a very severe outcome. Because you panicked and turned and shot, and because you failed your roll... You hit Robert. I'm gonna twist the the rules a little bit. And before we end the scene as a direct response to what happened there, I'm going to have you roll. If you succeed, you're just injured. If you fail, she killed you. Okay. No. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah, okay. Oh, it's not possible. It doesn't matter. I didn't even roll a one or a six. She rolled three sixes. I'm Do pretty I burn sure you me? get to burn your card. You died. Yeah. Wow. Yours, yours lit up like it was soaked in alcohol. Krista, will you blow out a... These things are true. The world is dark. And Krista, because this is the last stand, I'm going to do the truth. They have broken through your barrier. And there are many of them. And we, we are, are alive. alive. This is your last stand. You guys can each try and do something. If you fail, you die. If you succeed your role, you get to keep fighting a little bit longer. I think um, in response to the loud gunshot, Clive is going to uh, almost like react reactively shoot uh, the Jaeger-soaked pile of flammables with his flare gun. Yep. I would like to use my moment then. If you succeed this roll, 
then you get a hope die. Yep. So go ahead and burn it. Last fan time. Might as well. This is definitely memorable. Definitely something people would talk about. You guys had built the the pile of papers and and whatnot. You built it pretty close to where the bar barricade was, so it's between you and the door. So you now have a wall of fire between you and them. Sarah, well, I imagine we can see them, kind of, like, because yes. of the fire. So Sarah's gonna go off shooting. She's got five bullets left. <laughs> I got a five, so. You turned from where you last shot and you started shooting at the ones that you could seal it up by the fire, not realizing that you had turned your back on the one that was in the cage. And it comes and it pounces on you from behind and it starts ripping you to shreds. Oh, Calvin. Calvin is sitting in that corner. He just watched Sarah spin around firing wildly, killing Robert. And then the door crashed open and he could see that there were many of them. And then he saw Sarah turn back to them and be pounced on from behind and ripped to shreds. As this fire lights up in front of him, he places the barrel in his mouth and he pulls the trigger. Roll to see if it misfires. So he's sitting there. Click. 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 Mittens gets irritated and meows and jumps out of your lap, which gets the attention of the one that just took out Sarah and it stalks over. And on the last try, the gun finally goes off. Clive, seeing that he's the only one left, except for Mittens, it's just like, damn you guys. Pretty much standing still, he's gonna aim for that and just keep on firing his flare gun. I did get a six. Oh my God. And I got four. <laughs> oh. You aim at it. And right as you're pulling the trigger, it jumps over the fire and pounces on you and you shoot straight up into the air and you both hit the ground and it just starts ripping you to shreds <laughs> it has no interest in eating you it just wants to destroy you these things are true the world is dark and mittens is still alive Jackson, um, I don't know what has happened, but there's something out there. And, you know, it, it must be one of those government experiments gone wrong, but they've done something. And, you know, I knew something like this was going to happen. And I just hope someone finds this and they've managed to get through it. So, uh, you know, when I thought for the first time that I was, you know, gonna make it and got that rejection letter again, I, I couldn't couldn't help but feel that uh, when the sun went out, that was that was just the world reflecting my mood. 
but it's, you know, it's never been that bad before. Um, it's been a few days since we've seen the sun, but I'm sure it's still there. We just, uh, we just need to get together, you know, keep that vigil going and, and we'll make it. Um, I hope, uh, I hope when we look back at this, it's just a fond memory. But yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much all we know. Hey, Mom and Dad. So they said to come to the town hall. I'm here. I don't see you. Um, I think the plan is to go to Fort Victor. I hope to see you there. It's been dark for a while. My phone's dead. I love you. <laughs> well, this is uh, Clive... Clive King. Some of you might recognize my name from my more famous days. Uh, the sun going out and all that. I don't know. This would be a great story for one of my novels if anyone was still around to read them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, essentially now I'm talking into the void and hoping maybe someone someday might might hear this. And, I don't know, hopefully I'll, I'll get some answers about what's going on. Though there's so much so much to find out that who knows but one can only hope that you'll be important enough to find out the things that really matter before everything turns out and we hope you enjoyed this episode of adventures in aurelia if you are liking what you hear consider rating the show and leaving a review on apple podcasts or stitcher If you know someone who likes fantasy stories and think they might like the show, help them find us by showing them adventuresinarelia.com, where they can listen to episodes, read our blog, and find links to subscribe to the show. We're also available in your favorite podcast apps. If you'd like to support the show, you can donate to us monthly on Patreon at patreon.com slash adventuresinarelia. One dollar a month gets you access to all of our bonus content and helps us raise the funds needed to improve the show. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can send an email to feedback at adventuresinarelia.com or you can join our Discord server at adventuresinarelia.com slash Discord. We'd love to hear from you. Lastly, we'd like to thank the artists who allow us to use their music in our show. Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, Tabletop Audio, Windswept, Sirenscape, Alexander Nakarada from Serpent Sound Studios, Adrian Von Ziegler, Jamie Brace, Derek and Brandon Feichter, and Scott Buckley. You can find links to all of these wonderful artists at adventuresinarelia.com slash music.